The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft tobacco. The after show, the, the after, after show, the after show. It's the after show, everybody, and this Monday was President's Day. I say that because it's Wednesday. If they're listening right now. Well, it's only Tuesday on Me Week. It's Tuesday on Me Week. Then it's Saturday in reality. It is. <laughs> and it's two days after we recorded the show and two days after airing, uh, two days after airing it, right? Two, yes. Because it'll be Wednesday and two days before, two days after. We're right in between when the show is. I appreciate the paid holiday off on Monday. No paid holiday. Yeah, we are know. working. Okay. Monday is February 20th, 2023. And it is President's Day, but it really isn't President's Day. The real day is February 22nd, but the federal holiday... My brother's birthday, by the way. Yeah? Sammy B. Happy happy birthday, Sammy B. The real holiday is the third Monday of February. It is first celebrated February 22nd. What year? First time celebrated? 1776. 1880. 1880 to celebrate the birthdays of America's first president after he died, George Washington. The second... Set of 80s in this country, right? Really? Since it was formed? No, you had 1780, 18. Yeah, so that was the second set. Here we go. George Washington, the holiday became popular, changed into President's Day after it moved in, in 1971, the Uniform Monday Holiday Act. <laughs> because the holiday was whenever the holiday was. Right. And then in, in 1971, they said, okay, and it's going to be the uniform Monday holiday so that regular people could have a long weekend. So, right. Not anybody that works in retail. No. But, but regular people. Regular people. Uniform Monday Holiday Act also included provisions to combine the celebration of Washington's birthday with Abraham Lincoln's birthday, which fell, falls on February 12th. Because back in my day, we had George right. Washington's birthday. It was separate. Yes. And then Abraham Lincoln's birthday. And President's Day traditionally is a good time to score extra discounts on automobiles. I don't know how that ended up happening, but some smart uh, automobile dealer ends up deciding, oh, it's President's Day. That's the day to buy a car because February is so slow. Uh, Mm. Let's turn this into, into that. Why he thought that that was the way to go was tax returns began coming out. And people would have their tax returns, and he mm. says, I want their money. So let me say this is the time to buy a car. Greedy bastard that he was. And he was from Massachusetts. He was the governor of Massachusetts. Uh, he invented President's <coughs> Day car sales. Alvin T. Fuller, the governor of Massachusetts, from 1925 to 19. 19- Twenty-nine. I remember Fuller. Weren't they a Ford dealer? Fuller Ford? There we go. 
So look at so. this. He's the guy that invented it. Where you does know Charlie what, Dare fall in all this? You know Nowhere. what Ford stands for, right? Found on road dead. Yeah, fixer repair daily also. <laughs> or in reverse, driver returns on foot. But as you were. <laughs> he planted his entrepreneurial roots as a bicycle salesman and as a teenager in the 1800s in Malden, Massachusetts. Right down the street. Uh, Fuller went to Europe. Do you know where they cars. keep the trees in Malden? Huh? Do you know where they keep the trees in Malden? In the ground. Right between the twos and the fours. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuller began hosting promotional George Washington birthday uh, events for his automobile dealership. Um, and this is the time to buy a car, uh, so they say. And uh, so anybody in anybody plan on buying a car this week? No. 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 I am. I'm buying a car on, I placed the order uh, earlier this week. It will be in by Wednesday. Getting rid of the Tesla? No, I'm getting a van for um, Ah. deliveries. Ah. The delivery van. You get the one you wanted? I didn't get the exact one I wanted. I wanted a Sprinter van, which is a Mercedes deal, Mm -hmm. uh, but other people make one that's like it, and that's the best well, I can you, do. you had one, and it was all set, and then it got into an accident. Got into an accident while I was waiting for delivery. So that didn't happen. Huh. So now they find something like it and said, okay, you should have it by Wednesday. Well, what's like it? A, the Dodge one? or I believe so. I think yeah. it is the Dodge one. Yeah. Um, here's the problem with um, used cars. This cost... $54,000 brand new. Mm-hmm. For a delivery van. Yeah, it's used. And it costs more. And it costs $52,000. <laughs> How many miles are on it? Doesn't matter. Yeah. But I mean, if it's 2,000 miles yeah, on it. Maybe 6,000 miles yeah. or something, whatever. Uh, but yeah, you got to pay top dollar. You pay full sticker price. You'd never pay sticker price years ago, right? No. Now it's sticker price on a used vehicle of the sticker, what the new price would be. I wouldn't pay that for the new product back yeah, back in the day. A lot of them now are sticker price plus a yep. dealer markup. I've seen that. You'd yeah, be 50, walking $54,000 MSRP, you're not getting it for under sixty five at the dealer. So you're looking at the sticker that says 50, and you say, how much is this? The yeah. guy tells you 10000 more They're, they're gouging. Yeah. They are definitely gouging. Don't forget this when they do this. I, I hate gouges when they do this stuff. I, I hate when they do it, uh, but they do do it. Do they have the strength and character? Do you have the strength and character to overpay for a car today? It's time for Incredible Feats of Strength, brought to you by Camacho Cigars. For six decades, Camacho have been working hard to build the best damn cigar around, and they have gotten through it all by sticking to their vision. The strength to do anything they set their hand to. Camacho Cigars. I am going to get to cigars later on. Are you? There's a cigar part of this thing, but go ahead. There will be something. Well, I have with me the top 17 jobs that it takes strength and character to keep. Retail cigars. It's... uh, not uh, honestly, it was probably number eighteen. Okay, didn't make the cut mm-hmm. for okay. the top seventeen really? list. Okay. Everybody does seventeen. Sure. Uh, it's mortician. See, that makes sense because you're lifting dead weight all the day. There we go. Too soon. With an average salary of <laughs> sixty thousand dollars and twenty four thousand five hundred people holding the position, and you know a job is hard when dealing with the deceased is oftentimes easier than working with the living. 
Morticians have the unfortunate double duty of embalming, cleaning, and grooming a dead body for funeral services while also being there to console and uh, all of the loved ones. Unfortunately, they saw a lot of business over the last year and a half with many having to figure out how to adjust their services under COVID restrictions. Their job is so stressful that 20% of morticians develop PTSD, according to a Harvard study. You wouldn't think it's stressful. Your your guy is dead. It's not like he's going to complain about how you put the makeup on him. First of all, you got the ghost factor. Second, Mm -hmm. uh, these, these people know if there's ghosts or not. They know. Dealing with the dead bodies, but it's the the stress of deal. You just lost a loved one. What about with it when it's a kid's funeral? Yeah, being being around Brutal. sad people all the time. Nobody's happy. They they shut it off. Yeah, it's like sure. a doctor has to disconnect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they well, twenty percent of them can't shut it off. Hmm. All right, because they don't have the strength and character. That's right. I Never guess. want to get political on the show, but today's the day because it's President's mm-hmm. Day this week. So uh, I can't help but noticing striking similarities between Donald Trump and Joe Biden when it comes to cigar smoking. Neither of them ever smoked anything, ever. Neither of them ever drank anything, ever. Do you know that? I did they not, never I did not know that about Joe Biden. They abstained from both smoking and drinking their whole life. First time in modern history, two presidents in a row didn't take alcohol or tobacco um, by their own accounts. They're both shadowed by alcoholism and and drug addiction and things like that within their families, so they stayed away from it. But um, And there's been others, other presidents, who sustained from them. Or abstained, as it were. Yes. Um, You have... Rutherford Hayes, never touched either. William Harrison, George W. Bush stopped at the age of 40, but he did previous to that. Quitter. Yeah, well, I yeah, think he got his share before yes. age 40. Yeah. Did he inhale, you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Jimmy Carter uh, didn't even allow alcohol to be in the White House when he served. Wow. Now, wow. his brother, on the other hand, had, <laughs> owned a beer company. Billy Beer. Yeah, but... But his brother, the the other brother, ends up saying uh, the president, we can't even have it in the in the White well, House. Those were orange cans, right? The Billy Beer. I have a six pack. Do you? I do. I do. I'll bring it in someday. <laughs> probably skunked. You think so? Yeah, can't um, be good. Presidents who love their cocktails: Richard Nixon, big drinker. Then he made mistakes. Right? He got mm-hmm. caught. They, they 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 all do it. By the way, just that he got caught. Lyndon Johnson. Marvin Van Buren, George H.W. Bush. So maybe that's why the son ended up stopping drinking because his father was uh, a big drinker. George Washington. George Washington produced nearly 11,000 gallons of alcohol in 1799 himself. Drank it all. Uh, One of the largest whiskey distillers in America. Uh, And... It was uh, completed in 1797 and became the largest. In fact, George Washington had blown his entire campaign budget on 160 gallons of liquor to serve to his potential voters. Uh, and hmm. it was, was it success- liquor he produced? Because that's kind of double dipping. Yes. <laughs> so uh, Corruption goes all the way back to the beginning. He gave drinks to people to vote for him. He'd get my vote. Yeah, right. And it worked. So let, let's talk about the... Um, the presidents 
that uh, loved their alcohol, uh, Ulysses S. Grant, the 18th president of the United States. Hang on a second. Is this the Cigar Authority after show, or is this the Liquor Authority after show? Um, it is the Cigar Authority after show. Let's talk about the presidents who love their cigars. Then, all, all right, right, let's do that. Uh, Ulysses S. Grant, and same turn, one. What a coincidence! Turns out he loved it all. He did. He did. He's a fan. Uh, he was the 18th president. Close relationship with cigars. Pitcher often portrayed as his beloved for cigars. Reported he smoked 20 cigars a day. He beat Ed Sullivan on that. Oh, yeah. They must have been small cigars. Not by a lot, but he, he I bet beat they it. were small. They had to, because if they were an hour each, it's 20 hours, and you yeah. got to sleep. I wonder if they were handmade or machine-made back then. Probably all handmade, right? I don't know if there was machines. Calvin Coolidge, president from 23 to 29, almost 100 years ago, exactly 100 years mm-hmm. ago. He became president 100 years ago. Offered cigars to a member of Congress when they joined him for discussions. Again, there was a lot of this pay-to-play type of thing. Yeah. Hey, I'll give you free booze. You can have free cigars from me. Vote my way. But isn't it really just a, a the same as now? You, someone comes to your house and you say, you want a cigar? Yeah. I'm going to go grill. I'm going to smoke. You want to have a cigar? Maybe. Same idea. Andrew Jackson and his wife, Rachel, were regular users of tobacco. Mrs. Jackson would smoke two cigars a night Hmm. while seated in her rocking chair before a warm fire. We have a term for women like that in the industry. They're called keepers. Okay. Zachary Taylor smoked cigars, but only in the presence of fellow male smokers. Wasn't he on Tool Time? No. <laughs> Two time Taylor. What was his name? Tim Zachary Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Thomas. Thomas. Tim Zachary. Zachary Taylor Thomas. Wasn't he on Tool Time? Oh, that, that was one. one of the sons with yeah. Zachary Thomas or something like that. I wonder if there's something there, right? Yeah. Could they be related? Hmm. William Taft. He was a fat guy. Oh, yeah. He's the biggest ever yeah. president. Isn't he, he the one that made that candy that was very stretchy that with the salt taffy. water in it? <laughs> taffy. Yeah. Uh, he was the 27th president, and he entered the White House as a cigar smoker, but quit while in office. A lot of them do that or make believe like they stopped, right. they, they stopped showing it, you know, because if there right. was a negative. Obama was rushing off to smoke his cigarettes, right? right? And, and Hiding smoke, it. Right. Warren Harding, the 29th president, brought his humidor from Ohio's home into the White House, brought his, his hmm. humidor there because apparently they didn't have one there. <laughs> Herbert Hoover was reported to be a big cigar smoking while tackling the presence of pressures of the Great Depression. Mm. So while everybody was barely had money for food or something, he was sitting in the White House smoking cigars. We could use a man like Herbert Hoover again. Yeah, that was the, from the words of... Um, All in the Family. All in the yeah. Family. What was great. his name? Carol Connor. Right, but it was... Edith sang that, right? They both sang They both sang it. That's true. Ah, Chester Arthur, the 21st president, uh, used to enjoy lavish suppers, concluding with champagne and expensive imported cigars. Nice. First Chester the molester in the history <laughs> of the country. Benjamin Harrison. That was Benjamin, what was his middle name? Benjamin Menendez? Harris Harding? Benjamin Harding? I, I don't know. Harris? Was Harris, it, I Johnson? Was it B.J. Harding? No, I think it was Harris. For some reason, I know the middle names of presidents. I think you think you know the middle names of presidents. I'm not completely convinced that you do Richard know Richard Milhouse Nixon? Milhouse. There's like weird names, but for whatever reason. Um, 
Dave, Benjamin Harrison, our 23rd president, was the first and so far only president of the United States to uh, admit no. to cocaine use. Did they have a middle office. name? They're saying no middle name. Well, Dave said it. he had a middle name, so we got to go with Dave. Well, anyway. Oh, no, he's not the only one. George Washington didn't have one. Okay. I guess it wasn't a thing way back when. All right. Anyway, B- Benjamin Harrison, he was the president from 1889 to 1993. I don't think so. From 1893. <laughs> uh, was a moderate cigar smoker, but made uh, complimentary cigars available in the White House for guests. So go back in the early 1900s. You go to the White House. Would you like a free cigar? Well, just think about Colombo. I mean, he, he didn't all, give him out. All, no, but he would smoke. Yeah. William McKinley, 25th fifth president, uh, never seen publicly smoking, but in private he did. See, politicians at that point, they started saying, ah, I'm not going to let people see me doing it. But then you take what probably is the most known cigar smoker president. Bill Clinton. Kennedy. John Kennedy. Benjamin Harrison, yeah, no yeah, middle name. Clinton did things other than smoke with his cigars. But he did smoke them. He did buy them. Eventually. Before or after he did the other things. Well, he would after have to from have us. He purchased he bought the from cigar us after. and then do the things. John F. Kennedy, the most famous cigar smoker in modern American presidents. He smoked even when he was a young man. Uh, he had a sec- press secretary uh, buy a thousand Cuban cigars from him. You know the story there. Um, Salinger. The conclusion here, what I take from this, is never trust a politician that doesn't drink or smoke or never did. Hmm. The good ones that you don't <laughs> that you don't see with problems and stuff. What, like Nixon? But you don't really drink, so how do we Nixon trust you? Nixon was a great president. He got caught. <laughs> but think of some of the things he did with China and stuff like that. I mean, he was, no, he he's got a us, world leader. He got us pandas. Pandas. We yeah. wouldn't have had them. No. Nope. Didn't even know what they were. <laughs> I like Nixon. You like a Nixon? I do. Richard Milhouse Nixon. Milhouse. What kind of name is Milhouse? I don't know. And why do I know it? And then I, I can't figure out how to do something on my computer that I was told 10 <laughs> times how to do. And have done at least 10 times. Yes. Thank God we don't have VCRs. Otherwise, we'd be getting calls. How do we stop at flashing 12? So we know that Biden does not smoke or drink. And we knew before him it was uh, Trump that never smoked or drank. Going back one more step, we know that um, Obama was a cigarette smoker, menthol cigarettes, Mm -hmm. by the way, and menthol cigarettes are trying to be outlawed in the United States. Mm -hmm. Coincidence? I think not. Is it is it political? Why is this happening? It's, uh, no, it's the most ridiculous thing in the world that menthol cigarettes are, are not trying to outlaw cigarettes, but outlaw menthol cigarettes. How dumb. about with with brown tips? I mean, I mean, it's a ridiculous statement that that ends up happening. I agree. Crazy stuff is going to go on. Uh, who was the president before? Was uh, George Bush? Uh, and we know he stopped smoking. Well, I'm trying to think of what the last president was that was a cigar smoker. Clinton would be Clinton. Bill Clinton, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. And a decent, a decent president. I mean, kind of a schmuck, but decent president. Good mm-hmm. president. Good president. Economy was going great. He was doing bad things, but who cares what they do in their personal? Wasn't life? he the first president to ever balance a deficit, like post 1950 or whatever? 
like modern late century it's possible yeah. the economy was was thriving was at that great. time the cigar boom was going on um they, they he was the president during the cigar boom hmm. And it wasn't no just a cigar boom. It was an economic boom that happened. So that's part of the thing that happens, too. With um, You know, I, I was uh, interviewed, actually, um, in Concord at the State House this week, and they were asking me how um, the economy is handling with tobacco products and stuff and, and how, how what it does with cigars. And, um, you know, I said, you know, Past 20 years or so, it had been pretty flat from when the cigar boom happened. And that cigar boom was Bill Clinton. It was because of the economy. Sure. Right now, the economy's doing badly. So cigars are slowing down. Uh, the next boom that happens in the economy, it'll be interesting to look at and say, okay. How many people come back? Yeah. You, you celebrate, basically. Mm-hmm. It's a celebration type, type product. Anyway, uh, this Monday is President's Day. Uh, celebrate, get yourself a nice cigar, and we'll be back with you on Saturday. And a new so car while go, you're at it. Go, right. go in the car. past from when you're hearing this now and buy that cigar and smoke it two days ago. Right, absolutely. And then stick the lid end in your mouth because you might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.